everyone. Welcome to the Student Spin Podcast. Today is April 7th, 2021. I would like to remind everybody that any opinions expressed here are not necessarily those of our sister production, The Six Mile Post. I am Austin Williams, and I am joined by my great co-host, Kimberly. Uh, I hope everyone is enjoying their spring break. And uh, how are you doing today, Kimberly? I am doing well. I'm liking the warmer weather. Oh, yeah, it's definitely getting warmer. I've actually just helped my brother-in-law build a porch. And uh, so that was the first thing we did when the weather got warmer. So that was fun. But um, hopefully you've been having a good time so far, too, with the warm weather. You done anything lately? Um, just going outside. I mean, not, I don't really have time to do a whole lot. Yeah. <laughs> the way my life is right now. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I have enjoyed getting outside, especially on the weekend. So well, it is beautiful outside, guys, so go out if you can. And uh, we're going to start off with some school news. Okay, so just basic stuff. Uh, if you're going to the summer classes this summer, the fee payment deadline for summer 21 semester is April 20th. So if you're planning on taking summer classes, make sure you have everything paid for and figured out. Next thing is the dates and locations and films of the outdoor movie screenings at multiple GHC campus locations have been released through your Outlook student email. So there's uh, five movies playing at uh, multiple Cartersville campuses. So April 15th at the Douglasville campus at 8.30 p.m. at the back parking lot, they're going to be playing Jurassic World. And Jurassic World will also be playing on April 19th at the Cartersville campus at 8.30 at the soccer field. Uh, April 20th at the Floyd campus at 8.30 at the grassy field area at the front of the gym slash PE building. This is uh, Jurassic World again. And then the next two nights are going to be Wonder Woman 1984. And the first screening of that can be found at, on April 21st at the Marietta campus at 2 p.m. in room J161. And then the next one will be on April 26th at the Paulding campus at 8.30 p.m. at the Wind Building parking lot. And those last two ones will be Wonder Woman 1984. And um, our last piece of student news I have for you guys is a, another like virtual online speaker series. Uh, this will be an entrepreneur speaker series on Wednesday, April 14th, so coming up pretty soon. Uh, it is presented by Jay Carter. Um, that's his full name, Jay Carter. Uh, Jay Carter has written projects for talents such as Carl Payne, Brad James, Karen Joseph Riley, Terry J. Vaughn, DC Youngfly, and a host of other incredible well-known actors. In the last four years, Jay Carter has been responsible for creating and or writing a host of TV pilots, uh, stage plays, and films that have either already been produced and distributed worldwide or are in post-production. Uh, Jay Carter's most recent business endeavor is FreeLie TV, the world's first free linear streaming app offering multiple channels with African-American focused TV series, music videos, movies, sports, and more. Uh, you can register for the event through the website address. Uh, here it is. It's ess.highlands.edu. You can find all this information in your Outlook account. So if you're interested in any of that, uh, you can find it in your Outlook account and make sure you have uh, your fee payment deadline. Uh, make sure you have all your stuff paid for if you're taking on summer classes this semester, next semester. And then we're going to move on to some local news. So uh, with the voter restrictions uh, votes coming through, uh, the MLB has uh, released uh, the All-Star Game and taken it away from Atlanta as a form of protest. Uh, The MLB has pulled the All-Star Game away from Atlanta due to the voting restriction changes in the state of Georgia. Uh, This is coming from ESPN. The MLB released a quote on ESPN stating, Major League Baseball fundamentally supports voting rights for all Americans and opposes restrictions on the ballot box. In 2020, MLB became the first professional sports league to join the nonpartisan civic alliance to help build a future in which everyone participates in shaping the United States. 
We proudly use our platform to encourage baseball fans and communities throughout our country to perform their civic duty and actively participate in the voting process. Uh, fair access to voting continues to have our games unwavering support. The law in Georgia signed last week by Governor Brian Kemp was the first major bill of the voting restriction to be passed in the battleground since the 2020 election. This quote comes from the New York Times. It added new identification requirements for absentee voting, limited use of drop boxes, granted more authority over elections to the legislature, and made it a misdemeanor for groups to offer food or water to voters waiting in a line near polling places. I got this information from the New York Times. So if I'm wrong, I'm sorry. I'm just reading from what I read from that source. And um, the mayor of Atlanta is kind of like trying to counteract um, some of the restrictions place. But the major thing from the last one was that the Major League Baseball actually removed the All-Star game, which is a major thing because the All-Star game, the NBA All-Star game a few months ago was in Atlanta, but it took a major hit because of COVID. And so Atlanta kind of had a unfair sort of circumstances when it came to the major sporting events, which really sucks is sporting events are really, really good for the economy. Atlanta blew up with the Olympics. They blew up with, um, I'm pretty sure the Super Bowl was here at some point, but basically it, it's really bad for the economy when these sporting events don't happen because people from all over the country come into Atlanta, which is already a hotspot of itself. So sucks that it was taken out, but I guess just a lot of people see it as a infringement on people's rights of voting. So I guess that, that's, that's what they wanted to do with it. Um, and then Atlanta Mayor Keisha Lance Bottoms is taking action against voting law that Governor, Governor Bryant Kemp signed on March 24th. Uh, this comes from AJC.com. On Tuesday afternoon, Bottoms issued an administrative order directing the city's chief equity officer to implement a series of actions to diminish what her office has called the new voting restrictions imposed by Senate Bill 202. Her office stated these actions will ensure every Atlanta resident can exercise their right to vote. The plan involves training staff members on voter registration and general information on early, absentee, and in-person voting. The city staff will provide the information to residents to ensure people know how to obtain the identification required for absentee voting. The city is also developing plans to provide information on voter registration and absentee voting using water bills, QR codes, and, webs and web links to city websites, according to the statement. The order also seeks uh, coordination with business and community leaders to create public service uh, announcements to explain the newest voting-related deadlines and timelines. So um, there is a lot going on in the state of Georgia right now, especially due to the voting restrictions. I know um, Texas is another huge state. I'm pretty sure Colorado, from what I read, those two states are kind of doing what Georgia is doing right now. So um, I've never seen it like this before, I guess. It, it really happens on both sides because neither side really wants a majority of their party to fall because I know um, the Republicans lost a lot of a lot of power in the Senate. Both sides do it. Uh, it happens over time. It's happened since the, the 19th century, the 1800s. It's, it's been around. It's just, this is, I guess, the worst that has been in a long time, pretty much. We haven't seen these kind of restrictions in a while. I'm not saying the restrictions are bad. There does need to be some restrictions because there's probably a lot of a lot of like uncounted votes probably went through in the presidential election, but it does go both ways. Obviously, voting does need a little bit of coordination, like it needs to have some things looked at, but I've never seen it this bad. Um, what do you think yeah. about it, Kimberly? I completely agree. Um, I, when it comes to voter restrictions, I don't think anything they passed is actually anything that's going to keep anyone from voting mm. because personally, if you can't present identification, then there's a problem. 
because mm-hmm. there are ways to, you don't have to have a driver's license. There are state IDs, but you need to be, I mean, you need to be able to prove you are who you say you are. I mean, that's just, that should be a basic. Mm-hmm. As far as the offering food and water, I get how people would see that as something that's, oh, hey, you're just, you know, if there's a long line, you're keeping them, but you're also talking about that's a way that people can manipulate other people in their voting by having a conversation that they shouldn't be allowed to have by offering food and water as a way to get into that conversation and try to sway Mm -hmm. somebody's vote. Mm -hmm. Um, So I see it from both sides. Um, I think there should be a way for them to have access to food and water in the line without it being people standing there giving them food and water necessarily. Um, But I don't think anything that was passed is something that's actually going to, I I like the mayor's um, approach of getting information out there. I think there needs to be more information out there. We need to be reaching more people about how they can vote within the restrictions. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think in this day and age with computer access and everything else, we need to be careful um, because there are just too many ways to manipulate the voting and the ballot. I think it is, and people are gonna disagree and they're gonna probably come at me and that's okay. But I think major league sports needs to stay out of politics. That's just my personal opinion. Yes, you have a platform, but it should, it, we're losing our neutral space. We're losing our space where we can go and just let free and have fun and not have to think or worry about other things going on in the world. And we need those neutral spaces. And our neutral spaces are slowly but surely becoming polarized and political so that you can't even go to a football game or a baseball game or or anywhere really without it being a political statement and that to me is detrimental to the entire mental health of our country I mean it's just it's going to weigh on everybody so in my opinion places like that should just stay politically neutral Mm -hmm. Yeah, I agree. I agree to a sense that like you shouldn't like no no sporting organization should be like, hey, support X, Y, Z. I think it's okay if they're like trying to make a statement. Then like, I understand why the Major League Baseball uh, organization did this. Like, I, I I get it. And in my opinion, I, I'm both ways on it because I understand. And people do, that's the, that's the main thing with people, like they want to watch sports to get away from all the political mess that's been going on in our country for the past few years. I think it's okay because I know like when the whole basketball thing with like the shut up and dribble and stuff like that, people, athletes and stuff like that, they should be able to voice their opinion. They shouldn't, there shouldn't be like, hey, vote for this person because I like them and you should like, I don't, I've never seen anybody step out like that, but in some circumstances where they're like, hey, things need to change you can change i i basically i kind of agree i'm okay with what happened right in atlanta but i I, there's a there is a level and the athletes know that level and so the organizations it's just our country is so fundamentally and mentally backwards on each other so it's just i don't know how we're gonna figure it out it's probably gonna be a long time before we figure anything out but hopefully See, I think I think part of the problem too, though, is when places, when organizations like this step in. If it was a, if it's an actual civil rights issue, yes. But I don't see this as a fundamental civil rights yes. issue. 
Yeah. And you're taking it from somewhere who had, when you start getting political, there's a time and a place, in my opinion. Yeah. There's a time and a place. So yes, as a basketball person, you can use your platform on TV and an ad that you pay for or something. But when you bring it on the court and you start making the game political, you've crossed a line, in my opinion. When you bring it on the court and into the game, and I understand it it affects people's lives, Mm. but I think it's just mentally taxing to everyone when everywhere you go, there is a fight over something political because people think, and they just wanna be right. They don't care about anything, in my opinion, nine times out of 10, they just wanna be right in this day and age. They don't care about listening to another side. They don't want to discuss it. It's not, they see it as a moral issue. And I guarantee Mm. you, most of the time, we're not looking at something that's completely just a moral issue. Um, Mm. So I feel like the more they can stay out of that and just kind of let the rest of the world, let us figure it out and you can have your opinions. Um, But I don't know, that's just... That's just me. It is. It, it's a rabbit hole. There's there's so many things that need to be worked on in this country, and hopefully we'll be able to fix it at some point. But all right, let's move on to uh, some world news. What do you got? Okay, for so for world news, um, it's actually been a little bit slow in world news. Um, we've got some things going on in Myanmar still, and other things going on, but um, nothing that really just grabs your attention. So. Uh, the biggest thing I could find is that, you know, I think people could relate to is um, in the UK, um, they are advising limiting the AstraZeneca COVID-19 vaccine in those under 30. They are worried about a rare clot that is fatal. They found the European Medicine Agency found a possible link between the vaccine and rare blood clots. And this is according to the Associated Press. It is vital that the AstraZeneca COVID-19 vaccine continue because it is cheaper and easier to store than most of the other vaccines. And it is critical, they say, to global immunization. Um, Other vaccines will be offered to those under 30 instead. Um, So it's not like they're not going to be vaccinated. They're just going to offer other vaccinations because of this. They were being, and to me, this is in an abundance of caution Mm -hmm. um, because the best data they have is German data. German data suggests there's one clot for every 100,000 vaccines that are administered, which means that there is a very, very low risk of this rare Mm -hmm. blood clot, but it is fatal. And so they do want to make sure that they limit it since they have other options. So what do you think? You're under 30. I'm not <laughs> I mean, under 30, so I don't have to worry about it, but um I guess I won't be taking that vaccine vaccine if I ever have to take one. I know a lot of people are really wanting the Johnson and Johnson because you only have to take it once. Mm-hmm. And the Moderna, it's multiple doses, but I don't know when I'm gonna take it. I'm sure I'm gonna I'm sure everybody's gonna have to if we're gonna like have to like live life to go to concerts, XYZ. Yeah. I don't know when I'm going to take it. I'm pretty sure it's getting available more and more as time goes on. Cause I know my brother's get an, sorry uh, to interrupt. Did you get an email that it's going to be offered at Georgia Highlands college at the Cardinal oh, campus and starting in April to all, students, all GHC students. So yeah. yeah. 
Um, yeah, I'm, I'm sure that's going to get filled up like that, though. So um, I'm not really any rush. Um, I got I, I'm pretty sure I got the worst of it. I got the new um, I got the new variant when I got it because it's been almost three months now. I still can't smell or taste anything. Yeah. So um, I'm pretty sure I, I wear my mask everywhere, but like I'm pretty sure I'm still immune. I'm very big on masks. I feel like you should wear your mask everywhere. Uh, I guess I won't take that one. It's scary because there's always that chance that you could be that one person. Yeah. I think, I'm, I think about that a lot. So I'm with stuff like that. So um, I'm not going to be getting the vaccine probably yeah. ever. <laughs> I know people won't agree with that, but um, yeah. I'm funny when it comes to vaccines, unless they are thoroughly tested. Yeah, no. um, um, I know. I do want there to be more tests. That's one reason, but I'm, I'm eventually I think in this day and age, there are a lot of things we over-vaccinate for. This is not one of them. I think the vaccination is cr crucial and critical, and I think there are people that need it. Um, I I don't think I'm one of them. <laughs> mm. So, yeah, I'm I'm, I'm eventually going to have to get it some at some point, but I guess I won't take that one. Yeah, probably going to be either Johnson Johnson or Moderna, but I definitely want to see more studies being done and stuff. Yeah. Um, you got anything else for us? Um, we're going to move on to happy stuff. So <laughs> TV show, um, mine for this week is the Falcon and the winter soldier. It is on Disney plus it is yep. awesome. Um, so I'm super excited about that. Mm -hmm. And then for my music this week, there's a brand new, um, artist called Letdown. Um, he has a TikTok and it's called Forever a Letdown. I think that's the name of his TikTok. Um, that's where I found him. But he has a song out, Spotlight, and another mm. one, Letdown. He's got more songs than that, but those are my two favorites. Um, so if you like, it's kind of, they could be like, um, it's rock. I mean, I, I can't think of a band that I would just say, oh, it's kind of like them mm. off the top of my head. So. <laughs> I've been watching like the prequels of King Kong versus Godzilla. So like I'm watching the first Godzilla one right now so I can catch up. Yeah. On so I'm doing that. And then um, I'm trying to watch, um, what is his name? Um, I'm going to watch Zack Snyder's Justice League, which is like the four hour version. I'm not going to watch it all in full, but um, yeah, I'm, an, I, I'm a huge superhero fan. I love Batman, favorite superhero. That's about it. That's about, that's about it for me. So the the King Kong and the Godzilla, I have questions. Mm -hmm. So which ones are you watching? Because my favorites for, okay, for Godzilla, it would be the one with Matthew Broderick, which was forever ago, but it is the greatest in my opinion. I'm, wa I, I'm watching the one that's like um in the main, like this one, the story comes together. I can't, it's, I can't remember, I can't remember the certain word for it. But um, pretty much where they all, all, all the movies align. So pretty much, I think the first one's in 2014. Okay. The newest Godzilla. And so I've already watched the new King Kong. I didn't know they were going to, I didn't know they were going to put them together. Yeah, is that the King Kong with Jack Black? Because that's my favorite on that yeah. one. Okay. I love that one. Oh, yeah, no, no, no. That, that's the one from like 2004, isn't it? Okay, well. No, no, that is my favorite. One. That's, that's, <laughs> it's one of my favorite movies ever because I grew yeah. up with that movie. But um, no, the newest one, um, has that guy from Ricky Bobby in it? It's not. It's not. Um, not Ricky. I can't remember. God, I can't remember any Will Ferrell. It's not Will Ferrell's, uh, but it's the other guy who played. Oh, uh, um, you know what I'm talking about. I'm sure everybody knows what I'm talking about. Ricky Bobby. That's Talladega Nights. Yeah. Um, 
his buddy, his best friend. Yeah, I know who you're talking about. The King Kong with that guy in it. Okay. And um and um Samuel Jackson. That's the one that's like um in line with the other movies. Okay. So um yeah, I watched it, it it's okay. It's I don't I didn't expect King Kong to be 200 feet tall, but it's weird. But I'm watching it because I I want to I want to see how it goes. I want to see how it all aligns. And I'm I'm personally a King Kong fan. Yeah, I, I'm really excited to watch all of them. But yeah, that's that's all I got for me. Alrighty. Well, I guess we will do this again in two weeks. Yep. We'll see you guys then. All right. Bye. Bye bye.